Thank you, Angie, for that wonderful introduction. You have always been my favorite sister. I love you. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ryan Yanza, and you have already witnessed two things I wasn't able to do 22 months ago. Talk or walk. My life was turned upside down when I suffered a traumatic brain injury on Saturday, May 14, 2016. The night before my injury, I was visiting friends Austin and James in Iowa City. We went out to eat at the saloon in the Ped Mall. Afterwards, we all got ready at Austin's apartment before going out for the night at the Fieldhouse Bar. We hung out and drank there until bar closed. That's the last thing I remember from that night. I was found by the garbage company, bloody and unconscious, in an alleyway behind Austin's apartment around 6 in the morning. From there, I was taken to the University of Iowa Hospital, where I was in a self-induced coma for almost a month. I don't remember much from being there, which was probably for the best. I had two surgeries the first day where they temporarily took out part of my skull bone, also called a bone flap. They also ended up cutting out a golf ball size of my brain which was too severely damaged to leave in. I like to believe they cut out all the bad parts that were contributing to my alcohol problems. <laughs> I'm happy to say that I've been sober since the day of my injury. That's exactly 663 days. That's exactly 663 days and counting from all substances. That's one year, 42 weeks, and four days. I also haven't gotten into any legal trouble since I've quit drinking. I will get to more on that here in a little bit. So things are looking up. Later on, I had a third surgery to have a shunt put in the back of my head to drain the excess cerebral fluid into my stomach. Sometime while I was in my coma, I had a stroke, which continues to impact my recovery. After leaving the hospital, I moved to On With Life in Ankeny. When I arrived there, I was in their DOCS program or Disorders of Consciousness program. I couldn't talk, walk, eat, or move either of my hands, mainly because my right hand was in a cast from being broken. I also wore a neck collar brace because I had fractured a bone in my neck during the accident. We still aren't 100% sure what exactly happened to me that night to cause the injuries I sustained.
over the four and a half months from June 3rd to October 14th at On With Life, I had therapies from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Those therapies consisted of physical, occupational, speech, and sometimes music and recreational therapy. They also fit in three meals during that time frame. When I first got there, my mom had to push me around in my wheelchair and push my rolling IV stand. This was holding my liquid bag of food, which constantly fed me throughout the day through a G-tube that went into my stomach, since I wasn't able to consume food through my esophagus. Eventually, they built up my tolerance to take in more and more foods and were able to finally remove the G-tube. There were a lot of things in the past 22 months that I've had to overcome. I used to drool on myself and my nose used to run into my food while I ate, which was really gross. <laughs> I also had to wear prism glasses for a while because my stroke had affected my eyes somehow and now they don't want to work together like they should. They still don't, but my eye doctor feels that my eyes have improved enough that I no longer need the glasses. I used to have a transfer team of two people to get me loaded into the front seat of a vehicle. I used to need help getting dressed and showering, but I no longer need help with either of those. Thank God. I like my privacy like everybody else. I used a wheelchair for eight months. Then when I finally felt comfortable to no longer use one, I used a walking stick to keep me steady while I walked. Now I'm happy to say that I no longer have to use either. Now I only use an AFO, ankle foot orthosis, on my left foot to help me walk heel to toe better and to give my leg better support, which is great since it isn't seen under my pants and shoe. At first I thought, why me? And why did this have to happen to me? Then later on, I thought, why not me? What was I doing in my life that was so great? It seemed like I was constantly getting into trouble with alcohol, first starting the summer after my senior year of high school, and it just seemed to escalate from there. I've had two DUIs, two assaults on police officers, a third degree arson charge, and quite a few other minor charges in between to go along with those larger charges. I've been to four different county jails in Iowa, one of them more than once and for a significant amount of time, all during a five year time period. I spent the majority of those five years on probation 
with our justice system. Alcohol was my main drug of choice, but occasionally I would do other types of drugs if they were accessible. Along with that going on, I wasn't taking college at the University of Iowa very seriously because during that time, alcohol was influencing my decisions on what choices I was making. Drinking for me became the social norm and I wanted to do what a lot of other college students were doing. It also became an easy way for me to make some new friends in this new environment. It seemed like at Iowa, the city thrived on underage drinking. They even seemed to promote it in a way by bars having mug club nights, football tailgating, or FAC Friday after class deals at the bars. It gave me the impression that drinking came along with being a student at Iowa. Therefore, I had one of my college friends make me a fake ID. This had my picture, name, and information on it for me to legally buy alcohol and enter bars to do just that. It wasn't like I didn't have my opportunities to quit drinking. After my second DUI for punishment, besides paying fines and fees, I had to take AA classes at the early age of 24. I completed the 10 classes I was required to do for treatment. The majority of the classes were older people talking about how if they hadn't quit drinking, they would be dead. Me being so young, I didn't think I could go a lifetime without drinking. But since my injury, I felt that I will be able to accomplish that goal. It seems a whole lot easier now. You just have to take it one day at a time. Plus, I didn't think I had a drinking problem compared to my friends and peers in college. I also didn't think I was going to be like or become those people in my AA classes whom I thought of as losers. Needless to say, these AA classes didn't get me to quit my drinking ways. I wasn't listening to what God was trying to convey to me, but man, am I listening loud and clear now. Before college, when I still lived with my parents, I was going to church every Sunday and was an altar boy for mass all through high school. But once I went to college, that drastically changed. I would only go to church when I came home for a break from college. I wasn't going to church while in college because I was almost always hung over Sunday mornings after a Saturday night out drinking with friends. 
Drinking was the most important thing to me at that time. I also thought that being an altar boy and going to church to do so made me a good Catholic. But I was far from being a good Catholic. Besides me going to church when my parents made me, I wasn't doing anything outside of the church. Sometimes when you start to get too far from God, he has to reel you back in and let you know he's the one in control. I felt that is exactly what happened when I suffered my traumatic brain injury. At first, I would only think about all the negative things that my brain injury had created for me. But as time has passed, I am starting to see all the positives that have come from this. I love the new me, and I'm sure as time goes on, that will just continue to grow as things continue to get better. It was so bad at first that I had suicidal thoughts on almost a daily basis, but that was very early on before I was able to talk and do a lot of common day tasks on my own. I remember at On With Life, my therapist told me to write something down on my whiteboard for the TV cameras, and I wrote, Life sucks, which they then showed on the news. <laughs> I consider suicide as the easy and cowardly way out of my situation. I'm glad I no longer have these thoughts. A brain injury can be as negative or positive as one makes it out to be. For instance, every brain injury is different and everybody that suffers one is different before they have one. And just like the kindergartners I volunteer for on Wednesdays, they all learn at different speeds. I was very fortunate to have my voice back after only being out of my coma for a month as a lot of persons served at On With Life weren't so lucky. I'm blessed that my right arm works fine because there were patients at On With Life whom were unable to use either of their arms. I can't imagine how much harder their road to recovery will be. Also, a lot of traumatic brain injuries affect people's memories, but that's one thing I'm grateful for because mine didn't seem to be affected. I can remember most things that happened before my injury. Like my brother has always said, we knew who we had lost. We didn't know who we were getting back. One of the many things that I've learned through this experience 
is that it's always easier to blame someone else and that goes with a lot of things when most of the time you should be blaming yourself and taking responsibility for your actions at first I was angry but I was angry at God I acted like it was his fault like he had something to do with my injury what are you doing to find time for God in your lives when my mom and I first moved to on with life my mom always said to me we have to have blind faith while going through this unknown journey we were new to this whole brain injury thing we had to put our faith in God and all the doctors and therapists that on with life provided for us we had to trust that they all were doing what was best for my recovery now that I've come so far the unknown doesn't worry me nearly as much but it's still the thing that worries me the most for instance I still would like to drive get married have kids and have a great career I'd like to share a Bible verse with all of you that fits my story very well Romans 8 28 and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose through this experience I literally had to relearn how to do everything again I even went back to kindergarten to volunteer I truly felt like I had restarted my life over again at first this angered me very much because who wants to restart their lives over again at the age of 25 but as things continued to get better and better I felt like a restart is just what I needed to turn my life around like they always say God doesn't give us more than we can handle he also apparently works in mysterious ways I feel truly blessed for all the progress I have made in the last 22 months I'm also very thankful for being right-handed because that's the only hand I can currently use I thank God every day for keeping me here on earth with all my loving family and friends I am currently doing acupuncture once a week noon exercise group at the hospital twice a week and working on my vision at vision in motion a couple times a week my occupational therapist and I at the hospital were working on getting me to register for classes to finish college this was before my therapies at the hospital ran out 
for the 2017 year. We looked at doing online classes to start out with until I felt comfortable enough to actually attend college classes. I know I would do much better if I went back to college this time, since I would no longer have the distractions or urges to drink. We are in the process of getting an adaptive bike for me since I was an avid bike rider before my accident. I am also working on getting my driver's permit to be able to drive again. We are also going to start this year's outpatient therapy at On With Life, where I would also like to do some volunteer work. I feel that making the trip there for therapies will be beneficial since I'm able to do so much more now than when I was an inpatient there. I would also like to inspire and bring hope to the people who are currently being served there. Plus, they specialize in all types of brain injuries, and I wouldn't have come this far without their help. I owe my new life to them and God. It's the least I can do to give back for all, the, all they have done for me. Shortly after I arrived at On With Life, I kept telling my mom, who was there with me every day, that this brain injury actually saved my life. It helped me realize that I was headed down a destructive path, and if I didn't change my ways, I might as well be good as dead. It's something that took me a while to finally accept the new me, which I did. And I feel that I am a much stronger and more resilient person because of it. I know that with a lot of hard work and God's help, I can still get my left arm to do all the things I want it to. It just will take some time. I used to curse that I had a stroke sometime while I was in my coma, and the fact it has made my recovery that much harder, but I realized it had to happen in order for me to quit drinking, which was causing me and others in my family a lot of heartaches. I feel that without the stroke, I would have come out of my coma with little to no remorse. That's why I'm a huge believer and everything happens for a reason. This was all part of God's plan to finally get me to quit drinking. It has helped me become a better Catholic. I pray to God often for the life that I've made for myself. 
and I actually look forward to going to church on Sundays because they have been praying for me during the Mass, during Mass since my accident. Being in Mass gives me a sense of purpose now. It lifts my heart up, being in God's presence. I'm not just going through the motions when being there now, like I used to. I'm considering going to adoration to spend time being and talking with God. I feel that without the power of prayer, I wouldn't have recovered this far already. Plus, besides my amazing family who has been there for me since the beginning, God has been my other constant. Unlike a lot of my friends, God has always been there in times of need. I would like to thank my family for all their support that they have provided and continue to provide for me. My mom, who was fortunate enough to be with me the entire time at On With Life, I love you, Mom. You are the strongest woman I know. I also better tell my dad I love you too. <laughs> so, he, so he doesn't feel left out. I love you, Dad. my place. <laughs> I would like to thank all my family for constantly coming and visiting me at the hospital and at On With Life. My sister for starting my Cambridge page to keep everyone updated on my status and progress. My favorite occupational therapist, Kelsey, who quickly found out that laughter was a great way for me to deal with my situation. My speech therapist, Megan, who helped get me to talk again. That way I'm able to share my wonderful story with all of you. My physical therapist, Amy, who is one of the best at what she does got me walking on my own again. Father Chris, my St. Wenceslas family, and everybody else who's been praying for me to get better. I like to think that May 14th wasn't just the start of my journey with a brain injury, but more importantly, it was the start of my journey to get closer with God and to live a better life through him. Thank you all for coming and God bless.
you if you can greet Ryan and his family downstairs because I know you all want love them and want to talk to them, but the soup is really good and so watchers are downstairs. So we can eat and socialize and visit from there. Um, Ryan, obviously he thanked his family very much and you guys are wonderful. And Ryan wanted to especially honor his mother here tonight. So Patty, can you come up here please? We have some, Ryan has some flowers here for you. 